Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Banjo Laley Jesse Thorne. <laughs> Jordan Morris, boy detective. Yeah, that's right, Jordan. In an, in an act of purest self parody, I have purchased a Banjo Laley. Oh my gosh. Does it only play songs about San Francisco in the 90s? <laughs> I strum it with a bow tie, Jordan. Oh boy. Yeah, it's uh it's my little tribute to former Giants shortstop Jose Uribe. May he rest in peace. I uh I thought maybe you were talking about a um beloved Nintendo 64 game for a second. <laughs> I think some people will understand that. Uh, what? Yeah, I don't know what of a banjo kazooie. I'm there. You go, banjo. Kazooie. Nailed it. Herzog's fly. Uh, okay. Yeah. What? So, uh, yes, I don't. I didn't know the banjo laylies exist. I guess I'm. I'm picturing a combination of a banjo and a ukulele, but um, I don't want to presume. Yeah. So I've been. I've been playing, as you know, Jordan. But some of our listeners might not, not know. I took up ukulele a couple mm-hmm. years ago, or a year, year and a half ago, maybe, because I had seen John, our friend John Hodgman play it on stage, and I thought, well, I could do that. Sure. That's, and, that's why you, uh, uh, you write all that Maine-based humor, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm a, now a Maine humorist. Uh, my books of fake facts are on the bestseller <laughs> list. Um, and uh, I, it, I had never played a musical instrument before. I came to really enjoy it. I've been singing, which I hadn't done since I was a... 12 year old basically mm-hmm. and uh, enjoying that and my friend had a banjo lele for sale he's a he's an estate sale guy he had a banjo lele for sale he gave me a screaming deal it had a beautiful little painting and so i it you know banjo leles are like it's like a drum head like a banjo has and the rest of it is pretty much a ukulele mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it plays louder than a ukulele. So it was used for like, whatever, vaudeville acts in 1915 when they needed a louder instrument. And this one is like 100 years old or something. And I don't know how to set up a banjo lele. So I, I, I remembered that this guy, Tom, that I had taken a few ukulele lessons from and smelled like marijuana at 930 in the morning, um that he had had like a guitar fixing station in the little rehearsal room where I had taken the ukulele lessons. And so I texted him. He texted me back one week later, and I just wanted to share the text with you. He he was recommending his colleague. He says, howdy, Jesse. Happy New Year. Steve does the repairs. So if you look up Nomadic Guitars, you can get his number and get some TLC. Giddy times we're living in. Stay safe and folk on. Whoa. <laughs> Stay safe and folk on, my friend. So folk then... On. Yeah, folk on, folk on. So then I went ahead and texted Steve. And uh, Steve was nice enough to set up a, a drop-off in the parking lot, an outdoor drop-off in the parking lot, which I thought was absolutely wonderful. Um, you know, because I don't, you know, I don't want to go into a store if I don't have to. Um, anyway, 
he texted me and it, you know it was a lot of instructions i'm going to skip i don't i don't need to give out steve's zelly information but he said please help me make this smooth and fast i'll be working out of the blue conversion van with the wolf on the spare tire in the abc lot <laughs> oh no this is my best plan one day y'all will get to hang in the shop like the olden days have a great night higher we climb wow it's good. It's good that he specified it was the conversion van with the wolf on the spare tire. Otherwise, you might have gone to the conversion van with the wizard on the spare tire, and then, yeah. then your shit would have been all fucked up. Excuse me, all fucked up. Now, who knows? I might have gone to the conversion van with the Aztec warrior and La Malinche on the side. Boy, yeah, it is. You know, there's a lot of conversion vans in this rehearsal parking lot. You got to be clear. You got to be clear when you're texting. Uh, well, that's great. Is it? It does the. Is it? Is the banjo lately? Does it play more like a banjo? Like, I guess my question is: You play is, it you- like a banjo. I don't know how to do claw hammering or whatever it is right. that Steve Martin does. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve Martin, king of the banjo, king of the banjo. Sure, I guess he is really king of the banjo. Could you imagine being Steve Martin and being like, "I'm going to focus on the banjo"? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, art criticism for a while. I think. Yeah, I think that's right. That's yeah. He's like, Ugh, I have an excess of genius and compulsion to practice things. Are you so? Are you like learning to play a whole new instrument? No, it's the same. It's basically the same instrument in a different shape. And I basically just bought it because it had a pretty painting on it. Oh. Um, but you know, I also got to check out that sweet conversion van. Do you think you could get if you get tired of whatever painting is on it? Do you think you could get Steve to throw a sweet wolf on there? Yeah, I think that's probably. I think Steve Hell can yeah. handle that. Hell yeah, yeah, Steve can handle it. That motherfucker. Steve can fucking <laughs> folk on, buddy. Folk on. Folk on. Should we introduce our guest on the program? I would love to. Our guest is a beloved regular on Jordan Jesse Go, a friend of ours. Uh, she is an actor. She is a writer. She is a hilarious woman about town. The great Allison Becker. Hi, Allison. Hi, friends. How are you? I'm glad to hear your yeah, voice. Yeah, we're hanging out. Hanging I, um, out. I have to say, I've been on this show probably 750 times, and I never <laughs> I never know if I should... Like, I, I'm always laughing. I'm always holding in laughter when I listen to your intros, and because I don't want to, like, spoil the surprise that there's another person here. And then I'm like, they people know. People yes, know I'm... Yes, it's in the episode description. <laughs> yeah. If they can read, they know I'm here. So I don't know why I do that. To be fair, a lot of parents do play the podcast for kids to teach them how to read. Okay. That, well, I feel yeah. better then. Hi, kids. I apologize in advance for all of my curse words and inappropriate uh, topics. Just, hey, if you want to say fuck, just say folk. <laughs> <laughs> folk on, friends. No, Allison, I think you, I mean, you know, there, there are Jordan Jesse Go guests, there are Jordan Jesse Go faves, and then there are Jordan Jesse Go legends. And I think you are firmly in the legends camp. And I think it's that true. W- when you have become a legend, you can not only laugh, but you can talk during the intro. Wow. Well, yeah. now you have to have me back so I can do that during the intro. Oh, yeah, yeah. The next the next intro, just, just completely start fucking shit it's up. It's going to be crazy. I won't let you two get a word out edgewise. Allison, I'd say you're the you're the Julius Irving of this podcast, wow. Doctor J, the legendary Doctor J. This feels great, guys. I got nothing else going on in my life right now, so this feels 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Congrats. We just, uh, we just, you know, made things a whole lot more worthwhile for you with legend status. Oh, I feel like I should have yeah. showered for this. <laughs> nah, legends don't have to shower. Legends be stinking. <laughs> uh, I think we just found our new t-shirt, Jordan <laughs> Legends be stinking I mean, um, let me tell you this right now Tom's a fucking legend, that guy be stinking Oh, sure, there you go uh, Allison, I wanted to uh, ask you about something that you've been doing on the internet recently This sounds bad uh, yes, it it does. Uh, if you hopefully the podcast doesn't cut off right there. Um, hopefully it keeps going so I can explain myself. Uh, I have been uh, really into the uh, idea that you're you're doing cameo, the like um, the like yes. shout shout out app. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I when you told me this, Jordan. I'm sorry, Allison, but when you told me this, Jordan, I assumed she was doing cameo the 1970s and 80s funk band. That is, yeah. no, he's. You're correct. That is what, exactly what we're talking about. Oh, well, word up. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I I mis I misread some of your Twitter posts then. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Allison just dropped a bomb on you, Jordan. Uh, Surprise. Side, that's the Gap Band. Sorry. Side note, I uh, did a little research for a Cameo uh, segment we'll, we'll get to a little bit later. No one from the band Cameo is on the app Cameo. What the fuck? <laughs> Boo. Money on the table. They're I leaving know, money right? on the table. Where are you, Larry Blackman? But yeah, I'm on the app Cameo. If you don't know what it is, it's like an app where you can request uh, personal videos from people you might know from TV or movies or music or whatever. Um, and there's a lot of like fun people on there. There's a lot of people that I want to have a cameo from, but most of them are too expensive for me. <laughs> it's mostly you. Mostly want to do, want to get a birthday wish from uh, Red Sox legend Roger Clemens. Exactly. <laughs> I love you like I love juicing. But so, at two fifty nine two fifty a pop, it's kinda ha- yeah, you know, heavy. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta save up. Um so yeah, so who was so what have so it's like what have people been asking you to, to do? Like what kinds of cameos have you been doing? I gotta be honest, I was hesitant about it at first and now I'm really enjoying it. I intentionally keep my price low because like I said, a lot of them are expensive and I want people to be able to, you know, get them if they're like a fan of parks and records stuff. Um but mostly it's like birthday wishes, holiday wishes. Sometimes it's like, um, you know, graduation, things like that. But I have gotten a couple of like really intense ones. Do and, tell. Okay, the two that were the most intense, one of them was like, I work at Long John Silver's and I have to fire my partner who also works at Long John Silver's. Can you what? fire can you fire him for me? Oh, no. And I was like, oh my God. Cause usually I try and make him like light and funny, but I was like, I feel so weird doing this. And it could have been a joke, but I don't know. So I like had to treat wow. it seriously. Wow. Oh um, usually what? I draw the line at Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd fire somebody from Red Robin. <laughs> I mean, come on. Or <laughs> claim jumpers, yes. <laughs> yeah. But no, if when you got that when you got that Long John Silver's golden parachute, you don't want to let it go. Is claim jumpers no. a California for people listening round the globe, claim yes. jumpers is a chain here. I don't think I'd ever heard of it before moving here though. I think Jordan and I have talked about claim jumpers an inordinate amount because when my grandparents lived in Jordan's hometown of Mission Viejo, California, 
uh, they always wanted to go to claim jumpers and for I, for lunch or dinner. I'm going to uh, willingly share my ignorance by saying I don't know what the term claim jumper refers to. I could guess, but I don't know what it is. That is when a prospector tries to steal another prospector's okay. claim of land of land. Of, yeah, yeah like of land like a to gold, prospect, a gold mine okay. or a or okay. a river to pan in. Because I thought, okay, exactly. I thought it was something like that. I thought it was like, um, yeah, like you're just you're you're stealing. I thought it was some old timey land reference, but I didn't know yeah, the yeah, it's like the pros- okay. It's like the prospector equivalent of cattle rustling. So why would you name like fried onions after it? I don't know. Why not? You get yourself some <laughs> fucking gold pans and make a day of it. Yeah, you eat you eat out of like gold like the like the they have a famous salad bar, um, you know, where they give you a chilled plate shaped like a gold mining pan and you just Wait, is this a bit or are you serious? No, not a bit, not a bit. (laughs) What? Uh, yeah. It's a gold rush themed restaurant and I it was definitely my our like, you know, good report card place growing up. Fucking theme restaurant? Yeah, it's a gold rush themed restaurant where, that has a famous salad bar and like giant prime ribs. Do the servers wear costumes? No, they wear kind of like an like it's vaguely costumey. Okay. Nah, it's like all right, vaguely. I'm not as excited anymore. <laughs> I know it should be like overalls with no shirt yes. and they should be barefoot. <laughs> Straw hats. I remember Jordan, correct me if I'm wrong, but my memory of it this is 20 years ago now, but my memory of it is that it was less of an Applebee's. Like, you go to Applebee's and you're eating it and you're like, fuck, this sucks. And more of an Outback Steakhouse where you're eating it and you're like, eh, this is fine. This will do. Yeah. I mean, I I always remember liking it. They have, you know, their thing that I always got as a kid was they had like a baked potato soup that for some reason I liked as a kid. <laughs> um, uh, because of the cheese in it. Yeah, exactly right. It's a, yeah, it's it's basically a hot cheese delivery system. It was just um, it was just runny mashed potatoes, and they're like baked potato soup. Yeah, yeah they're like, it's yeah. a soup. There you go. Um, they're like, we don't think these people will eat something called fondue. It sounds too European, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, and you know they have some they have some like challenge desserts. They have like the you know chocolate mother load cake. Um, you know stuff like that. So yeah, I I had pretty fond memories of Claim Jumper, and I uh, I worked near like the only one in L.A. for a hot second. It's in Burbank. It's like attached to an office building or something. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I one day I was like, this will this will this will be fun. I'm fun. I'll go eat at Claim Jumper alone. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, you don't I want pulled... anybody jumping your claim. No, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta save all those uh, sweet cold pans for yourself. So um, you took off your shirt, you put on your vest, you cut your pants off at the calf, and you went ah. That's yeah. kind of how I imagine. Was it hilariously depressing to eat a claim jumper by yourself? Boy, it was a it was a bummer for nine reasons. Uh, <laughs> so they have really First of all, it was September eleventh. Yeah, sure. I just watched it unfold on on TV. Um, I watched irony die before my very eyes. Um, I so they have really, or at least the 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 one in the one in Burbank that I went on had really like fucking slashed the theming like the theming was basically gone like see that's and that i'm gonna blame corporate for that you gotta yeah, stay on yeah. each franchise you gotta stay on them you gotta have a list of rules exactly yeah. um 
so yeah, there was so there's basically no theming. So it did just feel like you know I was at like a restaurant in a Marriott or something like that. Um, so yeah, that was a bummer. Did you realize um, as soon as you walked in? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, "Where's the, where's the cowboy shit?" Um, I yelled, yeah. "Sir, you're gonna have to leave, sir." <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so it was just kind of like, uh, it was just, it did feel like just being at a really generic, like, you know, bar restaurant that's in a convention center or an airport or something. Um, but I had a burger; and it was pretty good. I remember the burger being pretty good. So, um, you oh, know, that's something. Yeah. Um, there you go. A claim jumper story that ends with a burger being pretty good. Wow. What a fucking podcast. Congratulations. (laughs) You're listening to this. (laughs) Good news. This is better than usual. And again, I didn't even shower. (laughs) Uh, wait, so I want to hear, let's, 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 let's finish this fucking incredible story about you having to fire a Long John Silver's worker. How did you, how did you do it? I wanted to somehow make it like light and funny. So they had given me the name of the town that it was in because they give you like a few little details to go Mm -hmm. to make your video off of. And I looked it up and realized that there was a a lobster restaurant across the street from the Long John Silvers. So I just kept telling him to go over to that lobster restaurant and get a job and every morning stare out the Long John Silvers and been like, you could have had me. But now I'm at this (laughs) lobster restaurant. (laughs) So I don't know if he liked it. (laughs) Yeah, that's solid. I mean, yeah, maybe this is a chance for this, uh, you know, for this former Long John Silver's worker to, you know, move up a little bit. Sometimes, you know, you really hope so. You need to get kicked out of the plane before you can skydive. (laughs) And the other um, the other intense one that I got was not a proposal, but it was right after a proposal. This guy was like, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. And right after I propose to her on New Year's Eve, I'm going to play this video from you. And I'm like, wow, I'm like a second, third, fourth dairy character on a show that's not on anymore. (laughs) Like, (laughs) why? This is so much pressure. (laughs) What is, yeah, what did you, what did you end up doing for that i just kept saying this is so much pressure (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it was very funny i was just like congratulations i mean at those points you know she was hopefully i was i was basically like i hope you said yes otherwise this video is gonna suck yeah (laughs) but um but i was just genuinely excited for her and that's what like i mean there's no joke here but like i most of these things i'm most of these videos i'm genuinely excited to like share in these moments with people you know like graduating from veterinary school or like uh, you know, seeing a friend that they haven't seen in a while or like celebrating a, a big birthday. Like they're, they're kind of fun moments to like celebrate with strangers. There's only a couple creeps on there. Not too many, which is good. I'm sure that the proposal guy had a plan. It's, it was a two pronged plan. If she says yes, she plays your video. If she says <laughs> no, Stanley from the office. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's also um, funny because like, I know I'm, Like, I know I'm no one's first choice. Like, I'm not an idiot. I know I'm no one's first choice on Cameo. I know I'm everyone's, like, 10th choice where they're like, oh, shit, I can't afford him. He's 200 bucks. I can't afford her. She's 200 bucks. You know, and then they, like, get to me and they're like, meh, I guess I'll take her. And I'm fine with it. The Cameo thing that I remember being the most delightful was the the woman who had Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray break up with her boyfriend for her. Oh, God, I don't know about this. Was it amazing? Oh, it rules because he's kind of discovering it as he's reading it. He clearly has not seen it up to that point, And it's just like, you know, 
hey, Paul, this is from Kara. And uh, uh, so she doesn't think this is working. And he really handles it well. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you could kind of like see him freak out and wonder if he like should be doing it. It's it's uh, it's kind of amazing. Um, I was going to ask you if you would like any of those assignments, but firing a guy from Long John Silver sounds almost worse. Yeah, that, that was. And you're allowed to like, you know, decline them if you want to. You could just be like, no, thanks. I'm going to pass on this one or whatever. But I was like. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try and make it funny. I don't know if he liked it. If he's listening, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I hope you're working somewhere else now. Yeah, I hope you got that lobster job. Yeah. I got to tell you this. I'm looking at Cameo right now. $150 seems like a good price for the lead singer of 311. <laughs> he's very handsome. He's a real silver fox now. Yeah, they've aged well. And he's he's into positive vibes. Seems like we know what Jesse wants for his birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of Cameo, I alluded to this earlier. I hung around on Cameo for a little bit and uh, collected, uh, collected, collected a quiz. Collected a quiz? Made up a quiz. There you go. You're doing great. Thank you. I'm good at this. I swear to fucking God. Um, <laughs> excuse me, fucking God. Um, so yeah, I uh, I thought it'd be fun to uh, to do a cameo quiz with the two of you. Uh, Brian, can we hit that theme music? Are you guys Are you guys ready for a cameo quiz? Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to know any... Yeah, I'm very... Uh, going into this with zero confidence. So here's 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 the rules. I'm going to present you to two people who are on Cameo, and you will have to tell me who is more expensive or if they oh, are great. the same amount. Okay, okay. Um, I'm sure... Are we playing against each other? You're playing against each other. I have... Um, okay. The categories are, are, are two... Categories. Your, are, so there's, there's, there's three rounds. Round one is custom round. I've tailored it to your interests and knowledge base. Wow. Uh, what a friend. Round two, grab bag. Anything goes, all bets are off, pure anarchy. And then there's a tie- Probably won't even know the names. There's a, then, then there's a tiebreaker. Um, okay. So um, your options are, yes, yeah, so you have to tell me who is more expensive or if they're the same price. Um, Jesse, did you close your cameo window? Are you still holding that app open? Oh, yeah, no I'm cheating. checking out the cameo legends right now. <laughs> David Hader is one of them. Oh yeah, past uh, past guest David Hader. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, people want an in, in character cameo from Solid Snake. Plus multiple, <laughs> what I would call top tier Parks and Recreation actors. Yeah, top tier. Yeah, uh, okay, they're called uh, series regulars. Yeah, Alice- it's an industry term. Allison, have you had to do, have people asked for you to do in-character stuff? Yes. I've done a lot of uh, Shauna Malway tweet newspaper headlines about people's birthdays. <laughs> okay. Uh, Allison, you're the guest, so you will Great. decide whether you want to go first or second. I would like to go second, please. Okay. Jesse, this first one's for you. Jesse, uh, as uh, listeners know, you are a big fan of baseball. So mm-hmm. here are two... Uh, baseball players on cameo who is more expensive or are they the same price jose canseco or pete rose wow now these are i'm going to talk it through briefly these are two of the worst men in baseball history Mm -hmm. uh i know that 
Pete Rose will sign a baseball with literally anything you ask him to write. Uh, <laughs> so he has, there are many signed uh, baseballs out there by Pete Rose that say, I like, I bet on baseball and lied about it, or um, uh, I don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. You're fired from Long John Silver's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now, Jose Canseco, of course, is known for being uh, mentally ill and showing up to people's softball games. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say. Who's more? I'm going to say that Pete Rose costs more. Okay. Do you want to, for an extra point, do you want to, do you want to take a whack at what he, uh, what he goes for? $145. Um, so you are right. Pete yes. Rose, more expensive than Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco, $100. Pete Rose, $150. You were really <gasps> <Whoa>. close. <laughs> Also, uh, I watched a few of the sample Pete Rose clips. Missing a lot of teeth, that guy. That guy. <laughs> wow. That guy could could work at a claim jumper. He has so few teeth. <laughs> Take I away his that. shirt and give him a vest. Set him to work. Yeah. Uh, okay, Allison, this one's for you. You uh, you you have a musical interest that I'm maybe mm -hmm. not quite sure how, how you would describe. It kind of starts with Bon Jovi, right? Yes. And it, and it was maybe what you would call like hair metal or... Hair metal, hair absolutely. Metal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Glam rock, hair metal, yeah. Okay. So you are the two... two. Let me. I'm going to guess who one of the people you Okay, yeah, is. sure. Absolutely, for an extra point. I'm going to guess one of them is Sebastian Bach, the lead singer of Skid Row. Is that correct? Brian, give Allison an extra point. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Sebastian Bach, lead singer of Skid Row, <laughs> and Dee Snyder... Of Twisted oh, Dee Sister. Snyder, Twisted Sister. Talk it out. Talk it um, out. Okay. Um, I so I've seen I've seen some of Sebastian Bach's cameos because I follow him on Instagram and he posts some of them on there and they're really funny. They're really like weird and just like earnest. Um, I feel like D. Snyder is more known worldwide. I think like Twi Twisted Sister in my mind was like more sold more albums, but I don't know if that's true. I could be just that's just my uh, a guess. Fuck. They were definitely um, in more Pee Wee's Big Adventures. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like he made it into the mainstream a little more. Um, but Sebastian Bach, sorry, D. Snyder, in in his heyday was way sexier. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're close, but I'm gonna say Sebastian Bach is more. Sebastian Bach four sixty nine. D Snyder two hundred. Sebastian Bach way more than D yes! Snyder. Way more than D Snyder. Yes. All right, it's two one. Allison with the bonus point. <sighs> Jesse, you can you can tie it up with this one. Jesse, uh, Allison loves music, but you're you know you also love to to. To put on some tunes, That's right? True. Yeah. No, I'll I'll drop the needle on a record from time to time. So, there's two musical cameos. One of them you are famous for feuding with. So mm -hmm. your former enemy Ooh. mentioned earlier in this segment, Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray. <laughs> yep, I'm and famous. I feuded. Well, I had a when I had my own cruise. <laughs> uh, Boatparty.biz, 
Um, I I feuded with Mark McGrath, who had his own cruise. Um, he never reciprocated my feuding. Um, I really was. Did the Coast Guard get involved? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was in international waters. They yeah. couldn't. They had, they no, had jurisdiction. no jurisdiction. Fair enough. Uh, so Mark McGrath, your former enemy, yeah. and John Popper of Blues Traveler. Ooh, Blues Traveler. Wow. I mean. Famous harmonica guy. <sighs> this is tough. These are two of my favorite musicians. I would say they're mm-hmm. second and third only to JK from Jamiroquai. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Mark McGrath is extraordinarily handsome. And he hosted Entertainment Tonight or something. Um, John Popper has those harmonica bandoliers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say, here's the thing. Like, obviously, Mark McGrath yeah, is both more handsome and more famous than John Popper. John Popper has the one, hit, the one legendary Traditionally hit song. handsome. Traditionally yeah. handsome. Yes. Um... I mean, Mark McGrath. There's is probably ex- a lot of people out there who would say that Popper is daddy. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I certainly f- believe him to be Harmonica Bay. <laughs> I. Uh... Oh no, guys! Bruce Willis is Harmonica Bay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can't out Bay Bruno. <laughs> um. But it's not just who's better looking or who's more famous. It's also who has less dignity or more need for <laughs> income at this time. Yep. Or see, that's important. In Allison's case, she's very reasonably priced because she's community minded. And I also should interject that some people donate their proceeds. Yeah. That's true. True. Also, something to keep in mind. So they could be doing it for charity. I'm going to say John Popper is more expensive. And this is really me thinking myself into a corner because, as I said, McGrath, extraordinarily traditionally handsome. Uh, McGrath, significantly more famous. Um, But I'm going to say John Popper is just doing this if he gets a good payday out of it. And he costs uh, and he costs like four hundred dollars, whereas Mark McGrath does it because he likes connecting with people and he's more like uh $200. So, the uh the pricing on both of these music superstars, Mark McGrath, $90, John Popper, what? $200. Jesse, you are right. Your reasoning yes. was was sound. Your estimates were a little off, but that was good reasoning. Mark McGrath is only $90. Only 90 bucks and he'll fucking break up with somebody for you. That's like very reasonable. That's a great he's value. Very famous. That is a notably a really good, good value. value. Um, yeah, so your cameo buck can go a long way for uh, Mark McGrath. Uh, Allison, this next one's for you. You uh, famously a dog lover. We yes, know. oh, I know they have dogs on there. There are so there are a lot of dog options on cameo. Um, so can you, I guess? Can I guess one of the dogs? You have? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Is it tuna melts my heart? No, no tuna melts my no. heart. Your choices are. Damn it. Dog the Bounty Hunter, <laughs> or Blueberry the Doodle. The human. Okay, you mean Dog the Bounty Hunter, the 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 human. man, the man with the reality okay. show, and Blueberry the Doodle, who is a dog, a doodle of some sort. 
I'm unfamiliar with Blueberry's work. Uh, you want to take a minute to search Blueberry the Doodle? No. Is Blueberry the Doodle the one who who talks via buttons? Blueberry the Doodle, uh, I was I was unfamiliar with, um, and it would appear from Blueberry's sample cameos that Blueberry barks and then someone inserts a caption that says like "Happy Birthday" or something. Great, they are great. not particularly okay. well filmed, and Blueberry. Okay. I mean, I'm not a huge Doodle fan, but Blueberry is a pretty average looking dog. From wow, what I can... Jordan. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I went wow. there. Um, <laughs> from what I can tell, the main benefit of Blueberry is that uh, their name is Blueberry. Their name is Blueberry. Okay. Well, only because of name recognition alone. Listen, I'm not going to say I'm the most well versed in the dog famous dog genre but i would say i'm slightly more than average um and the fact that i haven't even heard of blueberry i'm going to until now i'm going to default to uh dog the bounty hunter as being more allison are you not on doodle twitter i'm not on doodle twitter should i be it's probably the best twitter doodle twitter wait so who are who are your famous who are your favorite famous internet dogs if not blueberry the doodle I mean, Tuna Melts My Heart is one of my favorite ones. Tuna is a chihuahua who's missing some bones in his lower jaw. So he looks like Mr. Burns from uh, The Simpsons. (laughs) Wow. So this is from the genre of of animal that has an impediment that that makes it cute. And and I'm like, I will sit here as a grown middle-aged woman and tell you that I have like when Tuna posted pre-pandemic that he was going to be like at some coffee shop I went to the coffee shop to meet him wow what was it like to like meet I drove Tuna in there. person um I brought my dog my dog was very upset did not <laughs> care about meeting a famous dog um was embarrassed that I was there um it was like a they were collecting like dog toys to donate so i gave them some dog toys and uh took a picture with tuna and dignan my dog was furious with me still talks about it to this day wow. is your dog named dignan yes my dog's named Dignan. you know our friend of friend of jordan jesse go adam lissagor aka lonely sandwich also has a dog named dignan uh named diggy what yeah i call my dignan digs oh, it's always it's not always nice to hear about a canine lawn wrangler <laughs> yeah, exactly. The lawn wranglers. Uh, so Allison, once again, if you need that, uh, if you need those, uh, those. Oh, two I'm options. going with Dog the Bounty Hunter. So, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Two final answer. Two hundred dollars. Blueberry the Doodle. Twenty dollars. You are right. Yes! Dog the Bounty Hunter costs much more than Blueberry the Doodle. Yes. Twenty bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good value. I mean, it is just a dog barking and then someone putting a caption. But I mean, you know, if you're... Yeah, also, that's money. That's going straight into the treat fund. Yeah, there you go. You know, that dog doesn't have to pay for gas, rent. It's just treats. If they're shooting a new video every time, uh, I'm impressed. Like, if they're not just putting new captions on the same pictures of this dog barking... The way the app works, I don't think you can... Maybe you can. I haven't been able to figure that out. To upload things, I think you have to shoot a new one every time. Mm. So there you go. Uh, Jess, okay, Jesse, this next one's for you, and this is part of the anarchy round. Okay. So no, no, these two things... Anything goes. Anything goes. There's no relation. They're not custom-made at all. It's just pure anarchy. Got it. Your first cameo person is Lil Mo Mozzarella, <laughs> who is a stand-up comedian... Who I think his catchphrase 
uh, has to do with throwing bread at people. Uh-huh. So that's choice number one. Lil Mo Mozzarella and Blaze Ya Dead Homie. Mm. The, that's a second, uh, juggalo, that's a second the, tier Juggalo rapper. The Juggalo affiliated <laughs> rapper. Yeah. So Lil Mo Mozzarella and Blaze Ya Dead Homie. Talk it out. I mean, I described Blaze Ya Dead Homie as a second tier Juggalo rapper. If you exclude the Insane Clown Posse, I think Blaze Ya Dead Homie might be the absolute top juggalo rapper, at least among rappers who don't have non-juggalo careers. Like, I think Tech 9 has some kind of association with the ICP. And, like, Haystack had a little career before the ICP. Um, but I think Blaze Ya Dead Homie is the top, like, clown-only rapper that's not the ICP. Um, so that's, that's genuinely impressive to me. Um, Lil Mo Mozzarella, of course, comedy legend, um, made his debut on Ed Sullivan. Everyone remembers where they were. When that <laughs> no Googling, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, who can resist a cameo from a performer who has a signature visual element, such as bread throwing? It's like Gallagher. Yeah. One of the sample cameos I watched, he he told the birthday boy that if he doesn't have a good birthday, he'll throw so much. I'm paraphrasing here. I'll throw so much bread at you, you'll think you've been surrounded by the bakery. Which birthday boy was it? Mike Hanford? I think it was Mike Hanford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim Kalpakis, who knows? There's so many great birthday boys. A lot of surrounded great birthday boys. by the bakery. So you'll be surrounded by the bake. You'll think you're surrounded by the bakery. I feel like there's a lost wow. opportunity for so many puns, but yeah, <laughs> Allison, don't help him. I'm. By the way, I've there's egg on my face because uh, it just occurred to me that Lil Mo Mozzarella was not on Ed Sullivan. That was his father, Big Mo Mozzarella. Right. <laughs> um. Uh. I'm going to say, wait, what was the other one besides Lil Mozzarella? Oh, yeah. Uh, Blazing Blaze, Dead Blaze Homie. Blazing Dead, Dead Homie, who I, who I will mention in his sample cameo, uh, uh, holds up his collection of vintage Sega Genesis cartridges. Sweet. I'm going to say Blaze Your Dead Homie is around 45, and I'm going to say for 25, you can get uh, Lil Mo Mozzarella. Blaze Your Dead Homie, $40, very close. Thank you. Uh, Lomo Mozzarella, $50. Jesse, wow. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Wow. I mean, you got to beat his hourly rate as an SAT tutor. He's getting 65 an hour for that. <laughs> uh, Allison, you're ahead. Um, and you can pull even further ahead with this next one. Let's do it. Uh, your, your options are adult film performer, Manuel Sky mm-hmm. versus Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Uh, I, I this it could be Jesus Christ. It could be someone dressed up like Jesus Christ. I don't know. Well, I'm not a theologian. Right. So they do have like I have seen on there like during the holidays they had like Buddy the Elf, but yeah, it wasn't sure. Will Ferrell. So it said Buddy the Elf, and then it said impersonator. So just out of curiosity, is this Jesus Christ or does it say Jesus Christ impersonator? Uh, it did not. It did not specify impersonator. So I mean, so I then think, it's him. Let's just so go with the fact that it's I, Jesus Christ. I have a follow up question, Jordan. 
Is yeah. this the Christ of the Bible or the historical Christ? Oh, um, let me see. It is... Oh, it's uh, Christ as depicted in the Kevin Smith film Dogma. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette, yes. Does not say that. Um, uh, is he a white dude? He's a white dude, isn't he? He is a, he is, he is a white dude, so... Um, Hair like the lamb, so the Bible Jesus. says it. He's not Jesus. Keep in mind that he could be canceled at any minute. <laughs> he could be. Um, Jesus Christ, and I, I forget, who was the other one again? Uh, this is adult film performer Manuel oh, yes, Sky, yes. Uh, who I will Manuel say Sky. has quite the unit. Oh, okay. Talking about his crank? I'm talking about the crank, the pipe, uh, the whole deal. I'm going to go a little, um, I'm going to use the the game itself to make a guess here mm. because when Jordan set up the game he said uh are they which one is more or are they the same price and there have been none that are the same price yet and given that this is the last question i believe he put that in there because there was one that had the answer of them being the same price hence my answer is they are the same price jesus christ $29 <laughs> manuel sky $49 damn wow but wasn't that a good guess? It was everybody? a great guess. It was a great guess. It was a good. You were you were getting into the mind of the game maker. I um, listened. When it came to Manuel's crank, I figured sky's the limit. Yeah, you should see the crank <laughs> on this guy. Uh, Al, the, we do not have Allison. Uh, Allison has won. There's no need for the tiebreaker question, but I do think it's kind of fun. Do you guys are you guys okay with a, a tiebreaker question? You, it's yes, gonna be a buzz yes. in. Say your name to buzz in. Okay. Okay. So. Who who is more on cameo, Dave Hill, or Chris Fairbanks? <laughs> <laughs> so our choices are Jordan Jesse Go favorite stand up comedian Chris Fairbanks, and our Max Fun colleague Dave Hill, and friend. Buzz in if you think you have the answer. I don't know. I don't know. I'm Jesse. Okay, Jesse, you can you can you can tie it up with this. I say Dave Hill is $49 and Chris Fairbanks is $29. Dave Hill, $25. Chris Fairbanks, $40. Jesse, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Allison has maintained the lead and won the cameo game. Mm. Yes! Yeah. Um, congratulations! You, I mean, as a as a cameo regular, it does, it makes a lot of sense that you would uh, yeah, that you would win this. Listen, I know the ins and outs of cameos. I'm surrounded by the bakery, if you were. You're surrounded by the bakery. <laughs> Do you think cameo has ever sent one of their celebrity recruiters to try and convince Larry Blackman, the frontman of Cameo, to join Cameo? It's wild that there's no one from Cameo on Cameo. I, maybe I miss them. Maybe I am, you know, maybe the like the bass player is on there or something, and I'm just not putting in the right name. But like, it 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 blew my mind. By the way, if you're just putzing around the house, you can do a lot worse than the best of Cameo. I put it on for the uh, for while I was researching this, and uh, really had a really, really had a great time. I mean, everybody knows Word Up, but they've got a lot of other great songs. Yeah, Cameo, great band, long long history. Uh, can I recommend something, Jordan, from Cameo? Sure. L- take a listen to their sci-fi parody song, Funk Funk. Okay. Uh, well, should we uh, should we take a minute uh, and let Allison? Uh, Bask in her, uh, bask in her winnings, and uh, take a little break. Yeah, and cut a few firings real quick. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're we're coming we're coming for you, Bennigan's employees. <laughs> Sorry. Are there still are there still Bennigan's? Yeah, probably. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, Jordan, every episode of Jordan Jesse Go is supported by the members of Maximum Fun. All those kind folks who've gone to MaximumFun.org slash join to support us with a few bucks every month, and we're grateful to every single one of them. Thank you very much for sticking with us through uh, thick times and thin. We're also supported this week by our friends at Libby. Libby is a free app that connects you to uh, ebooks and audiobooks from your local library. Yeah, you can do it on your phone, your tablet, your Kindle, or your computer. Here's all you need a valid library card from your library. And if there is one thing I know about our listeners is that you've got a freaking library card. You're proud of it. It's probably a f- uh, the fob on the keychain. Um, this is a yeah. this is a no brainer. Go to meetlibbyapp.com. It's free. It's just a free app, and you can get all sorts of books and audio books. It's great. Uh, you know, it's an audiobook that my wife enjoyed, that I enjoyed in uh, book form, that would make a great uh, ebook as well. Hmm. Past Jordan Jesse Go guest Susan Orlean's book, The Library Book. Hey, yeah, there you go. That book fucking rules. It's got a lot of good good content about uh, uh, Charles Lummis. <laughs> for, for all your Lummis needs. Got a lot of real good Lummis stuff. Yeah, it's all, all the Lummis you can handle. Um, hey, Libby, it just works. Like your physical library, even if you don't have a library card, you can read samples of any book you see. Yes, simply borrow available books you want and read them, and then they return themselves automatically after your loan expires. It, it, you don't even have to go to the Dropbox. I mean, I like going to the Dropbox. It's fun to drop some stuff in there. You hear it go clang, clang. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I uh, listen, there's nothing against the Dropbox, but this yeah. is inarguably more convenient. You don't need a Dropbox to hear clang, clang, clang. Uh, you know, clang, clang, clang goes the trolley, for example. There you <laughs> There you go. That classic show tune from uh, a play, I think. Meet me in St. Louis, I think. That might be it. Yeah. That's a, it's got a good chance of being it. Yeah. Anyway, start reading with Libby now. Go to meet.libbyapp.com to sign up. That's meet.libbyapp.com. We also have a message up on the Jumbotron for Carl in Seattle from John in Tucson. Uh. Carl, it's John. Ring a ding dingin'. I got those free brand van tickets. Yeah. Hey, our favorite podcast about dumb runners just missed our dumb runner. Just used our dumb runner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 23 years of friendship have gone in the blink of an eye. Thanks for the Xmas gift. I hope we get to visit you in the PNW this year. Uh, love you, miss you all, be well, friend. Yeah. What's Brand Van, I wonder? It says, I got those free Brand Van tickets. Isn't Brand Van 3000 a band? Uh, yes, it is. I googled. Brand Van 3000 is a Canadian hip-hop collective from Montreal, Quebec. Well, that, there you go. 
Mm-hmm. I'm more of a camper Van Beethoven man. <laughs> You're a camp van man, not a brand van man. <laughs> Bingo. He's a camp van man, not a brand van man. Clang, clang, clang went the trolley. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the group is derived from Swedish liquor, Brandvin, a general term referring to any type of distilled spirit. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. You can learn a lot on Wikipedia. That's also the original source of the uh, name of the uh, hip-hop group NWA. Oh, <laughs> that's all really interesting. A lot of yeah. fun facts in this ad break. Yeah, a lot of folks don't know that. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron is the place to go. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker still unshowered. Now, I it's 2021, guys. And what that means for us is it's time for us to pick our power slogan for the year. Uh, for many years on Jordan, Jesse Go, each year we have picked an inspirational slogan that allows ourselves and our listeners to uh, destroy the year ahead. Um, crush your enemies. Uh, destroy and uh, terrorize your fears um, and become the champion of your own life. And uh, we just put to bed a pretty rough year, I think. Uh, 2021 is, is a, well, it's not a clean slate, but um, <laughs> it, it's got a shot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's got a shot. Um and, and I think it's time to consider this now, Allison. You were uh, you were on the show, I believe it was last year to help us. Uh, yeah, and I and I, apo- and I apologize for the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Feel like it was now. I feel like it was my fault. Well, finally, somebody's somebody's owning up to it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. We accept your apology. <laughs> okay. Um, and, uh, you know, this is something that we usually do by kind of talking through some options and, and ultimately passing a bill by unanimous consent. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually in, in anticipation of this episode, there was a thread on the Maximum Fun Reddit with people suggesting some slogans. Uh, I mean, I, I can throw out a couple of those that, that were most popular. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, clone arranger suggested 2021, 2223. <laughs> I don't know. Should we sh- should we shut it down? That's pretty good. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Clone arranger said it, it's intended to create a sense of unstoppable growth. Yeah, it's really funny. Uh, that actually is um, what Manuel Sky's cameos are intended. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, here we got uh, Ghetto Body Buddy says 2021 Return of the Mac. Which is not the best slogan, but is the best song to hear coming yeah. out of a passing car's window. It's one of those songs you're never sad to hear Return of the Mac. Nah. Yeah, what kind of monster is sad to hear Return of the... I mean, I guess maybe you have a painful memory associated with it if you yeah. got fired from Long John Silver's while it was playing. <laughs> yeah, in that case, your slogan can be 2021, 
This is how we do it. Twenty twenty one. Walton Goggins go on JJ go. I don't know, maybe a little inside baseball. Uh, yeah, a little thirsty too. A little thirsty. Uh, We're nothing if not not thirsty. Yeah, that's from Sergeant <laughs> Peepaw. Um, let's see. Thanks, 20, Sergeant Peepaw. From Blurricus, 2021, shit in a submarine. <laughs> that's a potent, <laughs> potent image. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like Synoptico's suggestion, which is 2021 to the moon, is too deeply associated with 1950s sitcom domestic violence. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we cross that one off the list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, De Hulk, bring that energy. Uh, blargable, fuck it, why not? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think we have some good stuff here, but um, do we have any any internal thoughts thoughts on it? Um, Allison, what kind of like energy are you trying to bring into 2021? I'm just trying to like get dressed every day. Yeah. It's like bare <laughs> gotta, minimum. It's get dressed every day. <laughs> it's That's just, tough to beat. It's just bare minimum, guys. Boy, I, mean, <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. <laughs> uh, get dressed every day. Um, every day. I mean, are we excluding? Are we excluding listeners who might, you know, work at some sort of nudist resort? Mm. You're right. You're right. And for professional reasons, they can't get dressed every day. Right. I mean, I guess I. Although I don't know if the staff at a nudist resort has to be nude. Um, it's more of just the uh, the the thought behind the thought. Like, uh, you know, if I haven't brushed my teeth by three p.m., which is happening more and more often, <laughs> I'm like, hey, buddy. Why don't you brush your teeth today? Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> That's things that normal people do. Uh, I was gonna suggest. I I think I suggested maybe a couple years ago, and I think it was it was uh, it was shot down. And if there's anything I've learned from uh, working in a comedy <laughs> writer's room, it's if something gets shot down, just wait a little bit and then say it louder. <laughs> um. So I I was kind of thinking about for this year the idea of of apps for the table, um, mm-hmm. as being kind of a kind of a mantra. I mean I love I mean I just in general have a passion for apps, but I think there it kind of implies, you know, kind of like self care. Like you don't need the app; it's not the meal, but you get it because you want it. You get it because it's fun. Apps for the table, and also kind of a, a, a kind of a communal spirit that I think a, a post COVID. Yeah, kind of dream. a post-COVID dream of being able to sit around an app platter with a trio of dipping sauces with all your favorite people and just go to fucking town on some onion rings, you know? Should we get some apps for the table? Apps for the table? Should we get some uh, apps for the table? You guys want some apps for the table? Let's get some spinach. You know, we're not ready to order, but I think we'll get some apps for the table. Let's get the spinach artichoke dip. Yeah. I'd love a blooming onion right now. I'll Ooh, tell you that. I could go for a blooming onion right about now or whatever the fucking blooming onion's hella good. It's so good. What's the dip? What's the dip they have? It's like spicy and cheesy. What uh, the dip's great. It's like white, right? It it's is white. white. Yeah. It's weirdly white. It's, almost, it's like a, That's a great slogan. Weirdly white. <laughs> um That's that's historically been Jordan Jesse Ghost slogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know, Jesse. Do you have any? Do you have any thoughts about you know goals or you know energy? Something that you're looking for? Yeah, in the new I mean, year? I've I've thought about kind of like phoenix rebirth metaphors, right? 
Um, because I think, you know, 2020 having, having been a horrible shit pile. We got to rise um, up from those ashes. Yeah. Exactly. Can't be wallowing in those ashes. And I kind of locked into the idea of 2020 having been shit. And I, I thought maybe uh, flowers grow from shit. <laughs> flowers do. grow from shit. That's true. Flowers do grow from shit. But get dressed every day is better than that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I am, I am, honestly, I am okay to call it. This could be the shortest discussion we've had, but I think get dressed every day fucking rules and we should do it. <laughs> Brian, remember how we said we were going to skip calls? We'll have to do calls to fill the last 20 minutes of this show because we are calling it 2021. Get dressed every day. day. Yes. Um, Which is funny on a t-shirt if you're dressing wearing the It t-shirt. is good on a t-shirt. <laughs> you're right. Oh. Um, hell yeah. Thank you. Uh, I love it. I'm I'm all for it. Um, and next year I'll just say apps for the table a little bit louder. <laughs> Maybe I forgot that I suggested it. Just keep saying it louder. It. I, yeah. when, I, when I pitch a joke in a writer's room that doesn't get uh, well-received, I just wait for a man to say it, and then it's well-received. <laughs> but you're already saying it. and Yeah, and I'm a man. Yeah, so I don't know what, I have no advice for you. Um, I love it. Should we, should we take a break, think about getting yeah. dressed, and then uh, listen to a call? Yeah, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Together we're The Flophouse. A podcast where we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Movies like Space Hobos, Into the Outer Reaches of the Unknown and the Things That We Don't Know, the movie, and also, Who's That Grandma? Zazzle Zippers, Breakdown 2, and Backhanded Compliment. Elvis is a Policeman. Baby Crocodile and the Happy Twins. Leftover Potatoes? Station Wagon 3. Herbie Goes to Hell. New episodes available every other Saturday. Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye! Bye. The Beef and Dairy Network is a multi-award winning comedy podcast here on Maximum Fun and I would recommend you listen to it. But don't just take it from me. What do the listeners have to say? I would rather stick a corkscrew inside my ear, twist it around and pull out my ear canal like a cork than listen to your stupid podcast ever again. Please stop contacting me. Hell would freeze over before I recommended this podcast, The Beef and Dairy Network, to anyone. Not in a million years. Actually, scratch that. Um, Make it a billion years. No, how long's infinity? That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, available at MaximumFun.org and at all good and some bad podcast platforms. Disgusting. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alison Becker, Long John Silver's employee czar. <laughs> Why don't we just, you know, when something momentous happens... We ask you to call us at 206-984-4-FUN or send a voice memo to jjgo at MaximumFun.org. Now, we had maybe thought we would skip it, but since we have such a perfect slogan so quickly, uh, why don't we take one of those calls? Uh, Hello, 
Jordan, Jesse, and I'm going to guess my dad. He's not a comedian or anything. Next week. He's just Close. pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm Nathan. I'm a locksmith. Uh, recently, I listened to that episode where the guy talked about fixing some locks at the zoo, and it was kind of a a weird experience because I I recently <laughs> fixed some locks at a zoo, but that's not what I'm talking about. Um, Wait, hold on, Brian. I went hold to... On. Hold on. What the fuck? What? Wait, are animals is is the main thing that's uh, the main underreported story of the coronavirus era, not the lack of federal resources committed to vaccine distribution, but instead animals breaking the fuck out of zoos? <laughs> I mean, nobody's looking. People are, they don't have uh, eyes on them all day, so they can just, uh, they can plot their escapes. Roam free. Yeah. Man, you know what it is? It's those fucking scheming orangutans. Yeah. Don't get me started on the Ibex. Shifty shifty Ibex. (laughs) Fucking shifty ass Ibex. Oh, you don't have to tell me, buddy. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I just, between his dad coming on the show, which his dad is coming on next week, and uh, this thing about... If, do oh, we have Jesse, other actually, his dad, Jesse, I'm sorry, this guy's dad canceled. He was coming on to promote a Queeby show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had booked it a no, long we'll time ago. That quick bite. We've we booked it a while ago, and you uh, were so yeah. sure they were going to make it. Yeah, uh, they're not going to move it over to Crackle. <laughs> maybe, maybe Brian, uh, keep an eye on Crackle. If the guy's show pops up, then uh, ask him back. You know, Crackle, the streaming service that still exists? Mm-hmm. And comes preloaded on everything you buy? <laughs> <laughs> it's the okay. U2 album of networks. Yeah, it really is the U2 <laughs> album of streaming networks. I think I watched that movie about uh, the runaways on Crackle. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. It's fun. Good, yeah. Good, good, good quality service. Sure. You know? We Michael, don't, we don't say any bad that. things about... Crackle, go on, Jordan, Jesse, go. Crackle, come on the show. <laughs> Promote yourself. Break.com. Come on, on Jordan, Jesse, go. Let's do this, E-bombs world. <laughs> okay, press press play on this, Brian. I went to help a woman into her car who had called stating that her baby was locked inside. And when I got there, there was a single wrapped burrito <laughs> sitting on the passenger seat and no baby in the car. And she told me she was worried about the burrito getting cold, and she told me there was a baby in the car so that I would get there faster. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway. <laughs> she, she should have just said, I meant a food baby. Time out. To some people, I'm speaking as a childless person, a burrito is like a child. Yes. 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 And you know what? I'm speaking... As a father of three, I prefer burritos to my children. (laughs) So, in her defense, um, that is, uh, wow. I mean, you got to admire her, I don't know, resourcefulness. Yeah, exactly. But that's a pretty Uh, awful lie because that guy, I mean, Nathan was panicked. Yeah, he thought someone was, he could have, you know, driven fast to save a life and hurt himself. So... Don't do she that, could lady. have just broken the window. Yeah, for that burrito. She, 
she should have just leaned in and as soon as he opened the door, treated the burrito like a baby. Going, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Mommy's here. Mommy's here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's time for her nap. Oh, my God. It's leaking salsa. <laughs> you say that, Jordan, like you've never breastfed a burrito. <laughs> Let's take one more call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and I want to say maybe Travis McElroy. I'm Yule, they, them, calling from Philadelphia, and I have a momentous occasion that also feels very much like a moment of shame. My partner and I could hear one of our cats rummaging around under our bed. We hoped this meant he had a toy under there, but eventually we heard a squeak and realized he had found a mouse. I got down on all fours to look under the bed, and there was my cat, with a mouse cornered between the wall and a storage box. All of a sudden, the mouse ran directly at me, and instinctively, I punched it. Wow. (laughs) I punched a mouse to death at 3 a.m. while my cat looked on with what seemed like a combination of respect and fear. Thanks. Brian, uh, write down punch a mouse for potential 2022 slogan yeah (laughs) they punched it i don't understand how they got like their fist is probably the size of the mouse right so can that be even qualify as a punch yeah i think that counts as a punch it's like a wall (laughs) hitting you though like if you're the mouse that's not really a punch that's just like (laughs) can i tell you what what i got hung up on in this call hmm their name is Yule, which I now realize is Y-U-L, like Gil Brenner, mm-hmm. most likely. Uh, but in my head, it was 100% Y-U-L-E, and uh, their parents just really loved Christmas. <laughs> maybe th- maybe that's true. That's not out of the question. Yule Log would be a good seasonal drag queen name. Oh, yeah. Um, and the name of my favorite Manuel Sky movie. <laughs> so my favorite Manuel Sky Hallmark movie, excuse me. Yeah, um, thank you. Allison, has Dignan ever ever like killed for sport? Has he ever got something? He has not. Has he ever played the most dangerous game? <laughs> he's, he's, he's tried because he's a Yorkie and Yorkshire Terriers were originally bred to be ratters. So when he, I mean, he's old now, but in his younger days, when he saw or smelled a, a mouse or a squirrel or a rat, he would just go crazy. Like if it was wherever it was, he would try and get to it, whether it was in a wall or up a tree or wherever, he would just go insane, but he never actually got one. But, you know, that's why dogs, like, take their toys and shake them because they're trying to, like, snap the neck of a rodent. Right. Yeah. Which is very violent, but it's also adorable. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they're having fun. Snapping I, the neck. Really cute. Destroying the vertebrae. I feel, like, I feel bad for Yule because if I were in their shoes, like, you, you, you do it instinctively, like they said, but then... Afterwards, you're kind of in shock. Like, oh, my God, I just killed this creature with my hands. Sure. <laughs> That's got to yeah. be horrifying. Yeah, truly awful. But your cat thinks you are such a badass. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> way, to, way to establish the dominion over the cat. Yeah. My dogs have never caught anything more significant than uh, my feet. 
Mm. Uh, they do. If I tap my toes, uh, my dogs will attack my toes, thinking that it, my toes have become a mouse. Um, but the other day, I did see two skunk friends on the hill across the street from my house. Hey, okay. Little skunk buddies. You know how skunks walk with their butt shaking like, I can make stink from here. <laughs> yeah. Look at my little stinker. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. I do think that the skunk waddle is very cute. I have I've said that oh, out yeah. loud before, and and people have. Uh, and you'll say it again. And I'll say it again. I think the skunk waddle is cute. I would like to hug one. Um, <laughs> they have de-stunk skunks on yeah. YouTube. De-stunk skunks, huh? It's one of those pets that people who want to have their own YouTube channel buy, huh? Yeah, and they they take out the the glands, the smelly glands. I would imagine that that I mean, some people might say that that's that's cruel to degland. It probably is. I don't know enough about it, but but then you can hug them. Then you can hug them yeah. like I want to. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Jordan, you're not wrong. I also want to hug a skunk. Yeah, no doubt about it. By the way, speaking of alternative options for 2021, 2021 <laughs> yes. hug a skunk. Hug a skunk, punch a mouse. <laughs> 2021's the most positive retrospective. I mean, Hug a Skunk is the most positive retrospective 2020 slogan I can think of. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, just hug those skunks. So retrospectively, 2020, Hug a Skunk. Prospectively, 2021, Get Dressed Every Day. Get Dressed Every Day. (laughs) You gotta do it. Uh, If you have a momentous occasion for us, 206-984-4FUN or jjgo at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker, childless dog mother. Allison Becker. You got any important projects to plug besides, of course, your very reasonably priced and high quality cameo? Um, I am right. I'm currently writing two feature films, so uh, which is very exciting. But unfortunately, I cannot promote them because they're not out yet. They're still they're still being compiled uh, with words. The new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yes, Ninja Turtles, exactly. <laughs> uh Listeners will be excited to know you're doing, I think, at least one of those with uh, other J.J. Go legend, Kimmy Gatewood, right? I am. I'm doing both of them with Kimmy Gatewood. Ugh, awesome. Yeah. And did the studio pair you guys up because you're both so good on this show? Yes, they direct. They did it directly because of this show. They said, um, we got to get Dr. J and Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. <laughs> and both of the movies are about you about you guys just so you know we're writing oh, the movies about you both God. <laughs> two both is it one about jordan and one about jesse or are they both about both of us and we go on different adventures no they're both about both of you right right it's like how sometimes like two asteroid movies will come out in a year these are two jordan jesse yeah. movies that written happen it's, to be written by the same writing team it's yeah. like when when 30 rock and studio 60 came out the same year yes, yes yeah exactly. and they were both written by the same people <laughs> yeah exactly One's a drama, one's a comedy. Um, no, so look out for those, I guess, in, I don't know, a couple years. But in the meantime, I would just like to promote wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. I support that. <laughs> Wear a mask, please. Yeah, I'm wearing a Jar Jar mask right now. 
<laughs> Not that kind of mask. <laughs> okay. No, I'm wearing a Watto one. <laughs> Character from the prequels. Oh, you know, yeah. Brian, go back and make it so I say Dexter Jetster. That's funnier. <laughs> um, hey, while we're talking, we're while we're talking things, things and watching things. Uh, the TV show I worked on in 2019, Earth to Ned, uh, dropped some new episodes on Disney Plus. Um, Yay! Yeah, man, and I've I've been watching them, and I sometimes don't watch or listen to things I'm involved with, but boy, I sure like watching this show it's so it's so funny and good i really i'm 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 really proud to have been involved with it um yeah other you know speaking of jj go legends eliza skinner was the head writer uh nick weiger was in there sierra kato just a great group of people making a making a really funny weird show and it really really turned out cool um yeah earth earth to ned check it out on disney plus we want to make more jordan can i can i offer something here yes i don't want people to think that Jordan is hyping up this show solely out of self-interest, that he just wants to get that sweet Muppet money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just ooh those Fozzie bucks. Wants, Give me those Fozzie bucks. <laughs> that he just wants to cash those rubber space alien dollars. Mm-hmm. The reality of the situation is that Earthnet is fucking great. Uh. It's incredible for many reasons. It's super funny, has super great guests, uh, is appropriate for families, and is just a, a technical marvel, like an awe-inspiring. Uh, the puppeteering in it is so extraordinary. You you just are like in. It's like watching uh, Stomp for the first time. You know what I mean? <laughs> the real Stomp. You're just like, what the fuck? And it's critically acclaimed. It's getting yeah. amazing reviews. That's true. Yeah, it it's was a one great of the, show. Uh, Watch it. Was By the way, the, uh, go LA back show. and edit it in so I say puppetry of the penis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah, it was one of the LA Times uh, best shows of 2020. So that was that was yeah. that was really cool. It was on there with like a lot of cool shows. So um, yeah, it's on Disney yeah. Plus. Give it give it a shot if you haven't already. Um, there's a cool one of my favorite bits is with uh, we did with Lisa Loeb uh, in the episode called the Netties. So if you uh, uh, want to check that out, I think that was a real, real fun little bit. And if you don't have Disney Plus, Jordan's password is yeah. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> just a, lar- a large inhale. <laughs> Guys, sorry. I know I'm supposed to talk, but I'm just thinking fondly about Lisa Loeb. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, sharing your Disney Plus password, my well, around the time Earth to Ned, the first b- batch of episodes came out, my mom called me and she's like, "Can we can we have your Disney Plus password?" And I was like, "Oh, this is really sweet. My mom wants to watch the show. Um, she supports me." And I was like, "Yeah, mom, you can have the password." And she's like, "Oh, thanks. We've been dying to see Hamilton." <laughs> mom, I, she'll mom. get to it. She'll get to it. She's got to do all the Mandalorian, and then uh, she's going to do a yeah. Marvel. And then Soul just came out. And... Then Soul, and she's going to watch the Marvel movies in chronological order, not the order that they came out, but the order and in which they And each one happen. is 18 hours long, so that might take Yeah, <laughs> they're long movies, so, uh, you know, she'll get there. Her cousin's in one of those episodes of that show where Kristen Bell gets a high school musical back together. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a couple of those. I like that show. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably pretty good. <laughs> Fun. Sounds pretty good to me. Okay, that's it for this week's program. Allison Becker has been our wonderful guest. You can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, you can find us 
uh, you know, elsewhere on the internet. I don't even know. What are we even doing anymore? Uh, <laughs> just trying to get dressed. <laughs> Listen, just trying to get dressed over here. Yeah. And if you are a, you know, if you are a, a stripper or a burlesque performer, just feel free to mentally substitute in, get undressed every day. I just want to. <laughs> Thank you. Just want to include them too. Yeah. If you work at that uh, nude sexual resort we talked about a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah. You can get undressed yeah. every day, but. If you work on the TV show Undressed, is that a TV show? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sounds like it could be. Unwrapped. Food Network Unwrapped. Uh, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is the producer of our program. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.